When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. It doesn't. Hello and welcome to the Boner Planet Podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, tonight along with a huge room of people. And today we're celebrating walk-on archery targets uh, who is here in the room. And uh, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves because I know you got some real, some really cool titles. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Jim Crispin. I'm uh, the VP of Operations for Walk-On. Uh, I've been with the company now for a little over two years. Nice, so. nice. I'm Phil Rabb, and I would be the sales manager, and I've been with Walk-On approximately two weeks. Nice. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So we've been working with Jeff uh, Walk-On for just about over a year, and um, very impressive targets. Like, that was the one thing I really loved about the targets. We put them through a lot of abuse in here because we're always shooting arrows, speed tests, bow reviews, and everything. Um, And Jeff signed up. He's like, yeah, I'm in. I want to do this. I want to show that my target can handle the test lab and do it. And I think it has, hands down. Yeah. But they're also super light and portable. And the one of the things I really love about it is when we go hunting at hunt camps, it's so easy to, like, move them around yeah. a set or just, you know, if you're practicing, if you need to push it out. So, um, anyway, <laughs> that's that was my two cents. <laughs> I like that the arrows come out easy. Oh, yeah. I mean, part. if you hit the target, they're coming out. Yeah. If you miss the target, then well, that's you're not going to get out of the wall. That's a whole other problem. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, why did they look at you? <laughs> we can't help you, Mr. Tart. It's a funny story. There's, video. Even go there's, there there's video online. And the, the last thing you heard me say before I, I shot the arrow was, I can't see shit. <laughs> Here. That's funny. Um, so you guys were just in. You guys are just in Michigan now. You went to Boyne Mountain. Tell us what happened with that. That whole story. Uh, so we were up uh, Boyne Mountain uh, for the Total Archery Challenge. So uh, this is our first year partnering with them. So we are partnering with them. We are taking care of their bag targets on their practice range and then also cool. our, uh, have a booth set up, and we are at all seven locations this year. Um, huge advancement for us. We're super, super excited with that because uh, we're really trying to work on getting some exposure out past the Mississippi. And so um, – it, they're a ton of fun. I, if you haven't yeah. gone and, and participated, um, it is 
from as early as you want to get up to pretty much as late as you want to stay up. And there is something to do with bows and arrows and just great people. Sean and his wife run a first-class operation, um, and we are super, super stoked to be a part of that. Yeah, that's exciting. Did uh, uh, how, how, like, big is the course? I've never actually seen yeah. it. It Basically, it's three courses. Well, so now it's four. four. So now it's four. Back. Last year it was yeah. three. Wow. But it basically incorporates the whole ski area. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So From the top to the bottom. Yeah, and they kind of work in a progression from easy to harder as they go. Each one's 25 um, targets, and they basically start on the locals course, which is your shorter yardage. I think on the short side, it's 30, 40 yards, somewhere in there, out to 60, 70. And then the other courses are kind of that same out to 100 yards. Um, So it's pretty intense. The Uh, funny thing about that, too, is, Sean told me last year that the easy course, now mind you, this is a family-friendly course. It's distance is maybe 40 yards tops that you're shooting at, but he fails to tell you you're on inclines, declines. Hmm. You get down half the course, you're walking back up the course. It's like... I think the short one's, what, four miles? Yeah, Yeah. we're going to walk four, four and a half miles. The long side. That's cool. Of eight. Wow. <laughs> so it's uh, put on your hiking boots. I want to say that I was watching something. Uh, I don't know if it was like Instagram or something, but they were talking about um, if you're doing if you're doing that uh, challenge, but in like a west, that like you really need to like get ready for it. Like if you're, oh, you do, you oh, can't yeah, just do it. Yeah. Like I guess it's like <laughs> an, it's intense. They said. I mean, here it's one thing, and Michigan's hills aren't that bad. Yes. But like there, suppose I've, I haven't been out west to know. You're on way. you're on rock ledges shooting down, you know, steep angles, 50, 60 feet up in the air, and it's totally unbelievable. All I know is I saw a video of Bob stalking a mule deer, and then he I saw he was done after he went down one hill. <laughs> That's all I know. I he just stopped short, and that was that. Must have been some hills, Bob. They were hills, <laughs> <laughs> mountains. So let's talk about the brand as a whole, I guess, since we haven't. So let, let's go through the history of it, maybe, and then also maybe some of the products that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so Jeff, the uh, the owner, the founder, um, he comes from a rich history of uh, the carpet padding world, uh, dating back to his father, um, and so he's got over twenty years uh, experience with uh, foam, basically rebonded foam. Um, and so what we've done is we've taken the carpet padding and instead of your traditional thin layer that's under your feet, we formed it into one rock solid block and we control the densities and of course the sizes. Um, uh, and it comes out, it makes a terrific, uh, archery target. Um, Mm -hmm. I tell people on the market, I I can find something wrong with pretty much Everybody in the competition, whether it's uh, residue on the arrows or just not easy arrow removal, um, not broadhead broadhead compatible. Um, there, there's you know, and, and, and they're sure you can find somebody could find something wrong with ours, but our target overall does everything incredibly well or better than our competition. Whether it's last longer, no residue, shoot your broadheads and your field points into it. It's the first six-sided target that I'm aware of on the market. They're going to last forever. Um, they're just a great platform. Probably um, the biggest thing would be the economical. Yeah. Very affordable. Very affordable, yeah. Well, I was going to ask that question. Like, What becomes the 
hardest challenge for this company? I guess what would be the biggest challenge that you guys face right now? Shipping. Shipping. Yeah. I was going to say logistics. <laughs> but I want to let you guys order. I want to let you guys answer. But I yeah, was thinking you, the same thing. You guys are based out of North Carolina, okay. right? Salisbury, Correct. North Carolina. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so everything you ship by. UPS? Uh, depends. If you're ordering a one-off, UPS, FedEx. If you're ordering a pallet, you know, it, it goes freight. So uh, it just kind of depends. And, and that's that's the big hoop that we're constantly fighting and battling is, you know, I've got some pro staffers up in Canada. It literally costs me more money to ship them a target than it does for me, even, even MSRP pricing kind of thing. So yeah. it yeah. exceeds, you know, what my cost is kind of thing. Yeah. So wow. um, it can get interesting pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like you have to um, come up with a Midwest distribution area. And the reason I brought that up is Excalibur does that. Yeah. We were just talking about that with them on the phone, that they have a in Port Huron, Michigan, they have a hub that everything comes into from Canada and ships out to the U.S. Uh, Bass Pros or whoever's carrying mm-hmm. it, you know. And I thought that was a great idea. You know, obviously you guys are still small, but that right. may be something. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a smaller hub, maybe, like yeah, a pro shop specific. Or, yeah, if we were actually talking about that very thing today and – and trying to utilize somewhere out west so we you know we can make it cost effective when we ship them you know five or six pallets at a time and then let them yeah, distribute for sure from there kind yeah. of thing it's almost like uh having a you know in some cases if you had like a good relationship with the pro shop in the area you could almost do like huge shipments that you guys bring up personally in big you know s- trailers and bring it and you know bring it leave them you know yeah. basically rent the space right then right. people can grab from there instead of have to ship all right. the way from the south you know so i uh, North that's, Carolina, that's I, know, I don't know if it's North Carolina, but down south is a big place for the carpet industry. So are you guys right near the carpet industry? That's why you're able to get that foam and stuff? Uh, yes. Um, so Jeff and his father actually used to own the factory. So oh. they that's where all of this has come. So over the last year, we've actually separated the target company from the factory. So we still buy from the original factory. They still produce it. We still cut it there. Um, we have just moved the operations into our own building where we then cover them and get them shipped and everything. So um, still coming from the same place that it's always come from. We just, you know, logistically speaking, it went from walk-on products to walk-on archery. So just kind of the evolution of the company. Does it come to you already compressed down like hard, rock hard, like the targets are? Yes. Uh, rock hard, Yes, so hard. That's, that's a process that, that Jeff and his father developed. Okay. Um, so they bring in either recycled material, old carpet padding, headliner. There's tons of foams. Um, they chop it to our specs. Um, it goes into what we call a bun where it is uh, pressed. Um, and then uh, oil glue injection is injected into it, and then it's pressed under steam. Um, and then we can, that's how we control the density. Um, and then from there it comes out, uh, and it cures for 24 hours. Um, the great thing the, is the glue and the oil, the mixture and the steam. So basically it becomes one huge chunk of foam, and that's why you don't get the residue. Um, that you get from some of your 3D targets and and things like that. So we control that whole process. Um, And and a lot of people aren't aware. So our our home targets, our Robin Cube and our Marksman, they're a 10-pound density, and our range targets are an 11-pound density. So they're just just a touch um, uh, harder. Okay. So Just bringing it up on the website (laughs) while we talk. Tell me about the home range target, like – 
how you go from doing a field point to a broadhead. Is that in that target, or is that another target for shooting broadheads? So the Robin Cube, which was kind of our signature um, target, uh, how that actually came up was Jeff had produced the target and was selling it and selling it, and guys kept approaching him going, you know, hey, you need a broadhead target. You need a broadhead target. And so I think it kind of came out of frustration. One day he looked at the guy and goes, well, just zip the cover off. You can shoot it directly into the foam. And then poof, you know, it was another uh, adaptation uh, of, cool. of what we'd already been doing. So with mm -hmm. the Robin Cube, all of our bags are on a zipper uh, uh, system. They're not hogtied or sewn. So replacing the bags is super duper easy. Um, and you just literally unzip the cover and shoot directly into the foam, whether it be mechanicals or fixed blades. Um, they're, they are, in my opinion, hands down the best broadhead target on the market. Um, you can just... You can shoot and shoot and shoot. You don't. You're gonna cut the the physical target, but when you pull out, you don't get the big long slivers, and yeah. you don't create those big voids in the target. The the compression rate. You know, when you shoot that field point in, you're not gonna slam up to your veins and things like that. Um, super durable. Uh, on the marksman, we actually open two windows, yeah. so you don't have to unzip it. You can direct shoot directly into one. the foam. So nice, nice. And uh, up up at the uh, where you just were at, were they using both? Do they use any broadheads in their competition? It's all oh no, it's all points. field tips at Total Archery Challenge. Okay. Yeah. yeah, same thing with ASA. We're big active with the ASA. We uh, we actually go to all those events except for the Texas one, just because of the logistics and the drive. But so uh, we'll be back on the road at the end of the month, headed to Metropolis, Illinois, for the next ASA. Nice. Just out of curiosity, how many miles do you drive in an average month? Oh, a lot. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say. I've never kept track. Um, if I did, my wife would probably be really upset with me. <laughs> um, but this, this uh, is a lot, to, number, uh, a yeah. lot sufficient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, day number eleven on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not home yet. Yeah. Wow. yeah I know. Uh, January, February show season. I spent thirty six nights in hotel rooms. First two months of the year. Holy so. cow. Yeah, it's it's a lot of traveling, but but we both love what we do. You know, I mean, it's a this is you know it's not for everybody. There's so many people that man, I love to be in the industry and things. They don't realize the work and how much yeah, time has been involved in it. That's exactly right. They really don't. It's, yeah. a, it's a huge commitment. You know, I've got uh, got a little one at the house. He's about to be three. You know, so. So you need to get home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's it is it's tough. Like yeah. I, I I get got to watch my son catch his first fish ever um, nice. this week. You know, which is super exciting. But then yeah. as a father that loves outdoors, it's like, yeah, man, I miss that. You know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to live that. You know, so it's a toss up because I truly love what I do, who I work for. You know, and meeting people like you guys. Yeah, but it's a toss up. Yeah, put in for a motorhome. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we had that discussion <laughs> earlier today, too. We did, sure enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually on, like, day 60. There you go. Being away, so. Yeah. But, uh, wow. Yeah, motorhome wow. pulling the trailer, man. You bring yeah. the it's like having rolls. You. That's right. You get the motorhome, pulls his truck, he's you know, money. It, it, the hard part of that is is then having to pull the trailer, too. But I guess if we had the motorhome, yeah. we could just put the target Store in the underneath. Motor. Yeah, that's right, and roll. <laughs> yeah. so. There you go. You just have to get a diesel one, then <laughs> yeah. you're good to go. Pull all the way you want. Um, Yeah, so... Let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite topics with North Carolina, and that's barbecue. Because people say that North Carolina's barbecue is actually better than Texas barbecue. It is. And I 
I've never had Texas barbecue, so I cannot actually relate. But I have had North Carolina barbecue, and I was blown away by the food in North Carolina. In fact, all the food I had in North Carolina was amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. Yes. So it's kind of funny you say that. There is a uh, barbecue joint uh, probably half a mile from the factory there, and it's, it is delicious. It's <laughs> ridiculous. And now and if you ask us how he does his barbecue and how I do mine, they're still very different, but it's still turns out very similar and yeah, it's that, different that, than the rest of the country the outcome is pretty much the <laughs> yeah. same are you a big fan on dry rub uh yes i do use dry rub um i'm a traeger guy i love my pellet grill i'm i got one a couple months ago and i i'm obsessed <laughs> so like you the always whole, have like the whole hog deal yeah you guys do that no, I, no, we're I'm I'm a I'm a Boston butt, you know. Yep. You'd be Ribs. surprised, yeah. You, you really you lose a lot of meat when you do a whole pig. Yeah. Uh, the other discussion is whether it's the the vinegar base yeah. or the sweet side. Or and then you get down like uh, around Columbia, South Carolina, places like that, and you get into the mustard, mustard base. base. Yeah. So, damn, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Trying to figure out where uh, I was. This one, <laughs> I just figured out this, the area in North Carolina was Thomasville, <clears throat> in this barbecue place I went to. It was like a, it looked really cool. The outside was like, um, like a wood barn looking thing, and they had a huge pile of wood that went from the ground all the way almost to the Lexington top. Barbecue. If it's around Thomasville, it's probably that because that's where they took us. I Lexington, don't know. Yeah, probably. And Lexington. it was incredible. Like I was like, yeah. I was like, what? And then they were talking about. It. I was just like, man. And then they made that comment to me, the um, guys who lived there, and they said, yeah. Uh, they made the comment about Texas too. They're like, well, "Our barbecue is better than Texas barbecue. You're gonna love this." And I'm like, "Okay, but I, you know, of course, I never had the Texas barbecue. Like, well, let's had, do it." I've had Texas barbecue. It's pretty darn good. Well, it's, yeah. it's good, also. You can it's tell a... by looking at either of us. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we like barbecue. Yeah. Is it true though that I, I, I guess my understanding was Texas is more like steaks, like big steaks, like barbecued steaks, not necessarily. I don't know. Place no, I went, they had brisket. They lean towards like you know ribs and stuff. They're not going. They're going with you know beef ribs versus yeah. pork ribs and yeah. The place the I went was briskets and it was yeah. pretty darn good. Oh, that and, place and, and, room and room. it was huge. It was yeah. the barbecue grill was as big as this yeah. room we're in. The steakhouse we went to when we were in South Dakota, that was yeah. unbelievable too. Yeah, that's probably where you were. Lexington barbecue. Oh, you guys saw it there? Yeah. Somewhere in here, it was lit up for a second. There. Uh, I don't know. But what, okay, so I was in this area. Where do you guys live from here? Are you guys far? Oh, uh, so I'm I'm Raleigh Durham. Oh, area. Raleigh. Okay. Yeah. So. I was just over there too. We were in. Uh, we were on the uh, the beach. I think it was. Oh, well, we were in South Carolina. I think. Oh, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. We're in Myrtle South. Beach, so South we Carolina. came. We came through here though somewhere. I think yeah. down. I'm going to Holden Beach, North Carolina, yep. this summer for about. 10 days. Good fish. Yeah. Where's the... Is it, yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited because there's a... Um, I'm staying on the beach. We got a big house we're renting, and there's supposed to be some kind of like a pier there that you can fish off of or something sure. like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's good fishing right off the pier, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Depends the, on the season and, yeah. you know, the water temperature. And it's August. I'm going to be there. So. Yeah. Where, isn't there like some islands off of here somewhere? Uh, yeah. Bald you got the out, in the Outer Banks Outer right Banks. Here. That's, That's where I'm what going. I was looking That's for. where I'm going. Yeah. So this is all Kitty, uh, Kitty Hawk, Nags Head. Um, all of this is... Okay. Is That's the Outer Banks. Here. Yes. So that's where I'm going next year too. That's our 
we go with some friends, and the last, the last two years they went to Myrtle Beach, and this year they're next year they're going to Outer Banks. They're very going to be family. very very different experiences very different. Yeah, than Myrtle Beach. So, yeah, this is Myrtle Beach is very commercialized. A lot of the yeah we putt putts that kind I of felt stuff. that way. Yeah, this, this is, is this is opposite. Yes, this is more like house on the beach, relaxing. Yeah, laid, That's what you're looking for. Back, yes. Like, <laughs> and I live on the other end of the state, on the western side. So oh, western. Yeah, I'm in the foothills. Oh. Or as we would call them, mountains. <laughs> compared, uh, yeah. to the, compared to the hills that's all here, yeah. Yeah, there's not no... There's right not outside the Hickory hills. area right there. So you guys hunt? Oh, yeah. A little bit. I'm a big a hunter. Bit. Big hunter? And, and how's hunting in North Carolina? Uh, it's, it's actually really good. Um, you know, I, it's really easy to sit back and go, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Um, Surprisingly enough, North Carolina produces some really big deer, uh, and it's not throughout the whole state, but um, uh, I can pull out some pictures and you would go, wow, that's, that's tremendous. You know, yeah. I've got 10 acres and I've got an eight pointer that's, he's incredible. Wow. Um, I've got a, an organic farm. Uh, I live in a little town called Pittsburgh and uh, I hunt an organic farm and I've got a three and a half year old 11 pointer on there that two years, if he makes it, He'll easily go in the one seventies. What? Yeah. Yeah. Holy oh, cow! Yeah. Nice. So, um, and then that's crazy. The other, the other <clears throat> thing a lot of people don't realize is North North Carolina produces the biggest black bears in North America. Really? Wow! Oh yeah, Holy so cow. massive. Um, up, up, actually on the coast, up towards you know uh, the uh, Outer Banks and things like that. That's huge crop country. So once wow. you once you get off ninety five there, that kind of cuts up through the state, and you start headed towards the coast. It's pretty much all crop country. It's all back roads getting to the beach, and and um, the bears just get huge. Dude. One one reason because they don't hibernate. Mm-hmm. Um, the other reasons because it is huge crop country. Uh, another big factor is all the turkey farms and chicken farms. farms and stuff. They eat the dead and things like that. So um, wow. I've killed a four hundred pounder out there uh, wow. four years ago. It was a baby. It was, uh, yeah. So there were eight Jeez. bears killed that morning, and mine was the smallest by over 100 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. How many pounds? Why are we going over 100 pounds. Yeah, why are we going to Canada? <laughs> so, how, do you, uh, how does it work? There's a lottery drawing? No, or? no. It's just a, it's a $10 tag you get with your license. You, I got to check this. Um, can out of state do it or no? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The hard part is finding a place to hunt. Yeah. Um, wow. So much sure. of that is, uh, is uh, privately, privately owned. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I just and call you up and... <laughs> yeah, I, I really. We live there and don't hunt those yeah. bears. They, yeah. you, you've got state game areas and everything in that area, uh, don't you? Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, you know, a lot of it's a bear preserve. Yeah, there's, there's also, so you uh, can't hunt there. Yeah, uh, most of it's bear preserve stuff. So, um, like, I'd just like to see a five hundred. Yeah. Well, so oh, we're talking well, seven hundred and eight hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, I just want to see that. What? So yes. holy uh, cow! It was two or three years ago. That's what insane. What would have been the new state record was killed. He was eight sixty. 862, and everybody's like, oh, my God, this is going to stand forever. Two days later, a 16-year-old boy killed an 864. (laughs) And they regulate that. So when I was up there, you you bring it into a check station, they weigh it, they pull the tooth, and they give you the age of it, the whole nine yards. So like the bear I killed, he was 17 and three-quarter years old, weighed 418.6. The crazy thing about that is this bear – Another bear had completely broken his lower jaw, so he had a, just a piece of a canine in his lower jaw, and he'd been losing weight for months and months and months. Wow. Uh, another guy in camp was like, oh, I got picture trail camera pictures of this bear from the summer. So, 
Look at um, that guy. 880 There's, pounds. Wow. You know, so. You guys have to check that out. Uh, not not really out. Oh, so, yeah, I was actually in camp with the Shockies um, when they both killed uh, bears over 600 pounds. Good um, Lord. You, you gun hunt or you uh, bow hunt? Both. Both. Uh, I actually, I took that bear with, uh, with a gun. Um, it's, that's actually big, big duck country, too. So it's real swampy, a lot of duck impoundments, that kind of thing. Look at, Look that. at the head on that bear. Yeah. It, Jim Chalky, it was pretty cool. He's like a little kid in a candy store. He's like, I've never seen bears so big and so Are abundant. They aggressive? Compared uh, to like, an, an depends on what you do. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Say. I mean, does it, does it act like a brown bear? Or is it I, not? No, no, I, no, not like that. No. Um, the the interesting thing about it is you can be driving down the road and be you know traveling across the soil field and and look out through there and there's you know ten twelve bears out there and you won't see a deer where the rest of the country do that and they're <laughs> deer out in the field kind of thing. So it looks like you got some color phase too, or no? No, they're all all black. Everything's black. Um. Okay. The other thing, and don't quote me on this, but uh, North Carolina's uh, sow rates like three point six cubs per per mature sow, which well, is which Dave, is, which is yeah you yeah. It's, it's, you guys uh, got, up there. You guys got panthers. Uh, I, I saw one. Scroll up. There was, there's a picture the other <laughs> not, way. Not the other way. Tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> and keep well, going. That's what they do sure. here with the mountain lion or the cougars. It was a yeah. panther. Keep going. It's it on might, the right hand side. Might be the other way. Right there. No, no. It's right there. No, right here. They ain't no panther. That's a house cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's a kitty. Yeah. Okay. Michigan for the longest that's time denied the fact that we had mountain lions and cougars. No, yeah, I mean these animals. So get they're all this, over people's trail cams. They get into these wild, you know. I can't believe you guys got polar bears too. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a lot of wild pigs. Yeah. yeah I was gonna ask, what's the difference yeah. between North Carolina and South Carolina when it comes to hunting? Is one were they similar? Is one yeah. like not have big deer? Or is... Um, similar seasons are a little little different. Um, you know, I grew up in South Carolina, so when I lived there in the state, uh, where I deer hunted, the limit was two bucks a day. You could kill as many deer as you want. Now those cow. things have changed tremendously over yes. the years. Um, it's not nearly like that anymore. But um, um, now, when you made the comment that the the deer there are surprisingly big, uh, are you talking about? Antler size specific or body size? Um, more antler size. I mean, you, you see some deer over 200 pounds killed, but not, you know, Kentucky, Illinois, Iowa, where they're killing 300-pound deer. You're not going to really see that. You but okay. No, you'll, you'll see, you know, hmm. we grow mature, you know, some mature bucks. What, what, what time of the year bucks. is the uh, bear season? Uh, so out on the coast, uh, the first season is... It's during deer season. Yeah, it's no, it's December, right? That first out on the coast, uh, and then it depends on. So I know, kind of back my way towards Raleigh, up towards Virginia, where they've got a lot of bears too, <clears throat> comes in like October fourteenth. So the season varies, but there is a season throughout the whole state now. Wow. Um, and uh, one of the big changes was a few years back that first season. Um, so out on the coast, they they uh, run dogs, so that's kind of been the main way which they hunt it. So. Mm-hmm. Things have progressed, and so that first season is you can actually bait. Um, it's got to be 100% organic, but, you know, so they can still run the dogs, that's my understanding. Michigan. Or maybe maybe they can't. I think that first season is still hunting only, and then the second week is is dog hunting. Yeah. So mm. um, what they do here. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> We're going to have to check that out. Yeah. 
Is there a crossbow allowed in there? Yes. yes. It is legal. It is considered archery equipment. Uh, there we go. You know, that's another cool thing. So I've got some buddies from uh, Prime Archery, and they are actually making a trip my direction uh, this year. And I was like, man, you're 45 minutes away. Look me up. Well, they're coming in early season because you have a really high percentage chance of killing a velvet buck. Mm. in north carolina too because our season mm. comes in right at the beginning of november so mm. it's you get a few days in there maybe a week um of of really solid deer hunting for a velvet deer and then they yeah. start you know well, bow season. when does the september yeah, i was asked when did your bow season start it, it's usually like the first weekend in september saturday after yeah. labor day oh okay yeah. i like that like so, it's specific uh, it's hot it's, it's, yeah it's not yeah oh, that's yeah, one thing i love about the fall here south you get here. It's like you go out. It's like sixties. It's gorgeous. You got a cool breeze coming down, and you you know you're sitting there and you and you feel like you can really gear up. You know, like you got, you know, like the mid grade, not like mm-hmm. the thin stuff or the. And I've worn the thin stuff for like, we've done like pig hunts. You know, in the summer <coughs> things like that, which we've you know you you. I mean, you guys know, you get it gets hot, <laughs> you know, and you Very. feel it, and. um I don't know. I like that. I like this. I like where we're at. Like when it comes to fall hunting, I do like that feeling of seeing the leaves changing at the same time. It's got that smell in the air. It's very specific, and you can like, I don't know. And you, I, I don't feel hot like having all that stuff on in a harness, and it's just not so bad. I don't know. But sometimes we've had a couple uh, hot runs these last few years early on. That would be like 90 degrees or, you know, it drops to 30 at night, but then it's like 90. Oh, we've been up in northern Canada, like, and their bear season starts uh – August fifteenth, yeah. and it's eighty something degrees, yeah. and you're you're sitting in a stand, and it's like I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, it's going to be hotter than that in North Carolina yeah. if you can. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You better bring a couple of thermocells yeah. with you, or the mosquitoes <laughs> will carry oh, you away. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys have a lot of uh, ticks down there? Oh yeah, absolutely. Tons a lot of ticks. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. Of ticks. We have ticks here, but I don't feel like they're extremely bad. Up north, they can get bad. Really. Yeah. It's just odd to me. Here it hasn't been too Do you think bad. they're like the same tick that's down south? No. I forgot what they're, they're the deer ticks or something. So we mainly or? have uh, the Lone Star. It's got the little black Oh, I saw a picture of that the other day. And then the seed ticks, which are the size of about a pinpoint. <clears throat> so they're, they're the worst, right? Yeah, you can't, yeah. see can't see them. You can't see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do any of them carry Lyme disease? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh they do. Yeah. The, the little <clears throat> pinpoint ones? Oh, it's the, isn't it? The, it's the Lone Stars that carry... The long star is a long star disease. And yeah. I just saw disease, something on this. Spotted also, fever. Yeah, they mm. also carry that. I don't know what it's called, but it's uh, where you can't eat protein. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. that's, that's like the, the long star. Yeah, yeah that's the long star. <laughs> so you um, oh. I actually have a buddy of that, that that had that, and it's, you know, it's pork, chicken, you be, beef. You become allergic to the protein. Right. Yes. It's, it's one of the enzymes or something that don't, you know, so it kind of builds up in... Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Spotted they fever is pretty what? serious. What's that? Yeah, the ticks down there, dude. I'm saying no. That your buddy did it. Did um, it get cured? Or I mean, so that's what he's got to live with. Or it's interesting. He had it kind of pre them knowing what was going on, so they they didn't know what was going on, and he just kept eating, kept eating meat, and kind of like I said, it kind of built up in the system, then get real sick, yeah. and then you know he'd lay off, and and yeah, eventually he's you know he's good now, but. I just found this the other day, actually. This is the Michigan one, but this is the ticks that are in Michigan. Uh, <laughs> this is where they're at in the kinds. And I would assume uh, Lone Star Tick. I knew I saw that name, number three. It's got a little spot on it. Is that one, did you say that one carried it or didn't carry it for you guys? 
That's the one that yeah. Yeah. keeps you from eating oh, red meat. Diseases, yeah. 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 That's the worst. Spotted fever. Yeah. That's not fun either. I've had that. No, a friend oh. of mine developed that when we were in high school. I can remember being in the hospital on antibiotics. Just unbelievable. God, what do you have? Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Yeah. Yeah. What? So Pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this oh, no. is the one, the bad one in, in Michigan, at least the black, black league tick with the with the Lyme specifically. I mean, no wonder I don't have a problem with it. My the county I hunt in doesn't isn't. Yeah, I don't red. think. Yeah, well, <laughs> or me and Opum hunt. Yeah. It's red. It's out there, but over here we hunt over here too. Is where we're at right now. We hunt in this yeah, area, and then anything. <coughs> I've seen one that, tick that, ever that, there in my life. Well, it's not that they're not there. Yeah. It's just you don't cross paths yeah. with it. You know, I mean, it's just not a lot of them. That's in the, the in the UP up there where I hunt. That's all. Red yeah, look at that. That's mm-hmm. but, the, but the clear is where I hunt. Is this is where you're at. Right no boom. That, I'm the next one. Gray one next to that. And oh, Kevin's one? right there. That's me. Yeah. By the water. So. You guys been up to UP? It's gorgeous. Uh, that's that's they like call the, it God's uh, country. It's yeah. literally. It's like being in Canada. I would say northern Canada is kind of like that. Yeah. Beautiful. Have you guys been to northern Canada? Uh, no. Well, oh, I say man. I've been to Alberta on a moose hunt. Okay, so you so, kind of got a feel yeah. for it. Like that, to me, man, we got up, we drove from here all the way through here into Canada and then up to this Whitefish Falls or something it's called, right? The Whitefish Falls. Laughing Whitefish Falls. Uh, anyway, wherever we were, we, um, we hunted bear up there, and it was like three three or four hours north of the Sioux. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like unbelievable amount of land. Like you don't, you just don't see things like that. Nice oh, thing oh, about it is about the, the highway White that you're traveling in on. Yeah, White River. You're riding right on the northern side of Lake Superior. Oh, yeah, so it's pretty just cool. unbelievable it's, for yeah. photography and views. And I can't imagine being up there in the winter, though. Like I could not even no. fathom. Even the UP of Michigan, I'll stay yeah, away from that yeah, in the, in the winter. Of winter that, to me, is not... Uh, do you guys even get snow? Yeah, every, yeah, they get they snow do. every once in a while. They shut the whole state down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we have ski slopes. <laughs> oh yeah, there. Yeah. there Actually, the highest peak on the eastern seaboard is in North Carolina. Oh okay, Mount wow. Mitchell. So it's kind of, it's it's kind of bad though you know if there's thirty percent snow chance they'll just go ahead and close, close it. It's <laughs> right. getting like that everywhere. Makes it's sense ridiculous. though. So I mean, I mean if we, you don't need the day, who cares? <laughs> right. We we do get snow every once in a while. So you know one thing back to the Terry I brought up about uh, the crossbows and I want to mention. I shoot crossbows into your targets all the time, and it really does a great job. Because some of these targets, you know, you bury Bears that them, thing yeah. right yeah. up to the to the vein. How many shots would you say the targets are good for as, as far as impact in one spot? Like how many times in a, an area? Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say. So I've got an indoor range at my house. Um, so I shoot competitively, and um, uh, I got our original two little John Cubes, which is the 24 by 24 by 24, and... Um, I shoot, I run leagues. I have another, uh, uh, female pro that shoots at the house and coaches at the house and I've had them for two years and the one cube is well over 50,000 shots. And we're talking, you know, I'm a, a Vegas round 325 X pretty consistent guy and I, I can't break the thing. Um, I nice. have actually gone to Jeff and said, this might not be good. <laughs> this might last too long. You might, no, yeah, yeah, you might get resales. <laughs> you know, um, that's awesome. That extra depth and and the size and being able to move it around. I mean, the wear factor is just 
yeah off the yeah. charts yeah, yeah the rotating is is big mm-hmm. too right you rotate it yeah. every so often well yeah. yeah these i mean you could spin them all up and down yeah. this one right. i see can last jeff needs to get rid of this one it's not <laughs> yeah. good for business because it's too good it's too yeah. much you can do these ones are your more normal basic yeah. you're only right. going to get two sides but i'll tell you what the ace to me is my favorite because it's so light and small right. and it, the handle's nice yeah. see this is one of the things that jeff did right that other companies missed the the boat on is the handle mm-hmm. handles are so important like because right. you used oh, to drag if you want to move other it, one out and I'm there's another brand i'm not going to name and they had the stupidest thinnest <laughs> handle like and i'm like are you and it like would hurt yeah. so bad you oh, know yeah. your hand i'm like what do these people do what's so hard about putting a fat piece of fabric on this thing and these things kill it man great yeah. job yeah. You, you mentioned the crossbows i've worked <clears throat> for another archery company and we carried the shooting trailers mm-hmm. and they had put new targets in i won't say which ones first shot clean through it oh so yeah right through the back of the just trailer. right well the trailer, <laughs> the trailer the trailer was built for that and it just so happened yeah. that jeff was sitting beside me so he said well here shoot mine so we put a robin's cube in there and and i mean pounded it for several years with crossbows wow that's cool yeah that's great yeah, a lot of people don't realize we these don't new know. crossbows are shooting a bolt at oh, yeah. 400, 420 feet per second. Yeah. Yeah. We've been pounding the crap out of these yeah. two a so lot. But we, this one we haven't really shot at. We need to start doing we that. All these shots were 10 feet away. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's one of the things that we're actually working on um, is developing a, a higher-density uh, bag target for the high-speed uh, crossbows. Now, it'll still be effective for any compound traditional guy, but uh, it's going to be a little thicker. Uh, but, you know, that's that's a really cool thing about the industry is, is, you know, when technology takes off and now you've got, like, the Scorpion at 460 mm-hmm. and the, you know, of course, your Ravens and your 10 points up there, 410, 440, it's kind of an interesting evolution because all of us, we have to catch up. Yeah. And so we're in a really cool spot right now where they've made big leaps. And now, you know, we're trying to be the first to the game to say, look, we've got a super effective target that, you you know, now you have options, um, you know, with two finger arrow pull and things like that. Some of the testing that I have done with the crossbows is using arrows that probably in the 550 grain. Oh, much heavy. much yeah. heavier than oh, the, yeah. the hunting. It's a good idea. Yeah. Hammering them and just mm-hmm. pound it, and you can still go we, up, get in front of the fletchings, and still pull that out. We've shot a lot of heavy duty crossbows into these targets. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I have not had very few incident issues or anything. In fact, it's they. they I can't believe it stops that, that we have the new ten points and new X calibers. Mm-hmm. Everything's hitting hard, and you yeah. know, and, and I'm, this isn't even really made for that. It's what you're saying right. you guys are working on. Yeah. So yeah. that's impressive. But no normal arrow has ever even. You right. know, a normal compound. No compound bow is no even going to yeah. You're not even going to no. chance going through it. Well, one of the one of the great things and and about the 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 Robin Cube and the Marksman is is when it's one solid foam piece, right? It's one block. Um, when an arrow physically hits the target, the target actually almost acts a little bit like a catcher's mitt. Mm-hmm. So when that arrow hits, it's able to distribute that kinetic energy over a much longer. Um, spot than some of our competition where there's there you know on one level is taking all that kinetic energy yeah. that's one helps with wear um, helps with the this kind of the self-healing aspect of things and helps with the penetration also um, and then it helps with easy error removal also right because it's not condensed down into one section that's yeah. stopping it's yeah. distributed over a little larger portion of the target 
It's, so, like, a, it's like a boxer taking a punch in the gut. You see the vibration. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's, uh, what's coming in the future? Are you going to be able to take that foam and shape it into the shape of a turkey or a deer or <laughs> yeah, a bear? Who knows? And, uh, we, and then yeah, cover it with some stuff? <laughs> it's we, foam. That's pushing yeah. it. We, yeah, it's if that, they make the molds... That's definitely pushing it. You know, that's a that's a market we we don't really even talk about. It's such yeah. the 3D market's so tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so we're 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 still we're working on bringing uh, bringing uh, filling in kind of the gaps in in the line. Um, you know, uh, true youth target for that really low poundage, 10, 12 pound kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and some things like that. Like I was talking about the HD. Trying to come out with a, a a target, you know, and I use the word HD loosely, but you know, something for the really high speed, hard hitting crossbows. Um, so that's that's cool. Yeah, we got a couple other little cool things. So I think Jeff was talking to me about. You guys have a new website coming eventually. Coming yes. Out? Yes. Yeah. So uh, really excited. Um, so we signed with uh, Rubline Marketing. So um, we're super super stoked about that. So. They're developing a new uh, website for us. They're going to take over our social media. Um, I'm we're really really stoked about that. So that campaign is actually launched here. So um, they've they've got us and they've what we've been with them now for a couple weeks. Couple weeks. So it we're 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 very new into the process, but um, it, it the timing's great. With which we'll be rolling into show season before we know it. You know, so nice. That's really exciting. Well, getting rolling, and uh, so I, I see the new logo. I've seen the new logo around. I think it's on your back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that thing looks great. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, looks yeah. Really so cool. we've we've done a bit of rebranding over the past year. Um, we brought in uh, the Moose logo. So a lot of people don't know Jeff's actual last name is Moose. So it was just uh, kind of a no brainer to play off of that. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, bringing in some uh, new apparel and a new look to the company. Yeah. Um, and we've done really well with it. We, we uh, yeah, I mean, you know, producing things that people want to wear and want to be seen in. And, yeah, oh, and for that sure. Kind of stuff. So I like that hat, by the way. Thanks. That's a sweet hat. <laughs> I like a nice colors coordination. Cool. Well, anything else you guys need to talk about about the company? Anything left you forgot or we missed or didn't cover? No. I'm just looking excited to work with these guys. I've known them for quite a while. Very cool. Kind of change up the things in the industry that I have been doing. So it gives me another opportunity to meet, talk to a lot of different people. And you can tell I can't talk very well right now. <laughs> um, and that was pretty cool. They get to hear the Southern accent. That's right. They're up there. And it's, we automatically had a crowd. That's right. Now, do you hear an accent from us? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Now, yeah. see, that's, that's yeah. bizarre. friend of ours, he moved down to North Carolina mm-hmm. about 25 years ago. And the last time we saw him, he had the accent, and he swears up and down he didn't have it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, oh, well, and then being up with Total Archer Challenge, you get around, you're a little closer to can you hear the hey? Hey, yeah. you know. Hey, don't yeah. you know? <laughs> don't you know? <laughs> it's funny because I don't really hear it with you that much, though. Uh, I don't feel like it's well, very, you I, got a very southern accent. I'm, I'm a little bit of a mixed breed. My dad's actually from Pennsylvania. My okay. wife is from upstate New York, so she grew up there. Then my mom was from the south, and I grew up in the south. So Okay. It did. It didn't quite. Uh, yeah. It didn't attach to me completely. Yeah. It's so funny. I was at work one day, and this this girl, um, she's in in like an engineering portion of this group, and she's like, uh, "I never." So I never even thought anything about this. You know, like her not being American or anything like that. And all of a sudden, out of everything that happens, right? She goes, uh, "It's a boat," and I'm like, 
are you Canadian? <laughs> First thing I did, I go, are you Canadian? She goes, yeah. I go, what? I'm like, you're Canadian? Like, I never, not that I have nothing against Canadians. I'm just saying. It was so I funny. Know. I'm like, you would never know that she was Canadian. That, that one, that one, one word. One one word or, yeah, one phrase. And, and then after that, I always mess with her. You know, I'm like, oh, it's about time. You come on over. And give me some Tim Hortons. It's so funny. That's and right. it's funny how important Tim Hortons is to Canadians. It's so <laughs> funny. She's like all about it. She's like, I don't drink coffee. Only Tim Hortons. I bring it over. It's hilarious. I'm like, what so, the heck? So now you just look out for someone that goes, hey, y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. If he goes, y'all, oh, yeah, you're from the South. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, guys. We appreciate it. It's been and a pleasure. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's been awesome. And uh, we do love the targets. I want to say as a closeout that uh, you know, Walk On makes amazing targets. Go on walkonarchery.com. Um, check them out. We have used every brand, um, every single one. Every just one unbelievable. Of them. And these have been our favorite by far. So I mean, it it was just a blessing that Jeff saw a, a, um, a reason to sponsor BHP because <laughs> we're like, yes, this is the best targets ever. So we're very happy with it. Very excited to see the progression with the website coming up yes. with Rubline. Those guys, uh, good guys over there. So excited to see uh, where that takes you guys as far as content goes and getting that out there. And I know that, uh, talking to Jeff, there's like a lot of good lineup as far as sponsorships goes this year and last year with uh, Red Arrow was on that yeah. thing. So, I mean, it's a lot of big names that are very positive people in the industry, yeah. I would say. Uh, well, he's got Red Arrow hat on. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we're, we're very, <laughs> we're one very of my blessed, uh, sure. our media, our partners and everything. So. Yeah, I think I think you guys are on the right track, though, <laughs> yeah. because now you have the partners. Now that the key is getting it all together on your social right. and your website to show people that you're doing these great things. You Build, know, and Building that whole package. So. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. All right, guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate thank it, you. man. Yes, thank sir. you, guys, for coming thank in. You. Thanks, Appreciate guys. Appreciate it, sir. Nice to meet you. Yes, thank you. It's Jamie from the BHP Podcast. Wanted to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, Skullhooker Racks Inc., Vanguard Outdoors, Beyond the Ears, Crossman, and Stealth Cam. These sponsors are the rock behind our awesome podcast. Make sure and check them out. Hey, guys. Can't get enough of the Boner Plant Podcast? You need more episodes? Well, check us out on Patreon.com. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast to join the Golden Arrow Club and get exclusive access to new episodes every week. Celebrating the rich tradition of bow hunting for over 31 years, Vanguard is proud to be the official optic and hunting pack of Bowhunter Planet. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.